Stones and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by the delightfully effervescent Julie. I thought for sure you're going to say Emma. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the brutally honest Julie and the delightful and effervescent. Hi, Emma. Uh, well, I want to. Say, I was going to say like saccharine sweet, but you're off sugar this week. Heyo. <laughs> okay. Well, that wasn't the sound that I was hoping for, but we, we roll with the punches, don't we? And we're joined by the. Inimitable, exceptionally talented Emma Connor. Hello. Okay. What do we talk about this week, Nick? So this week we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race Holland, obviously. Nate, 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 Nate. The only phrase that we've thus far picked up from the Dutch language, but we're using it constantly, and it's a true joy. Uh, we're also talking about Psych, just because that's one of the few things that I'm watching this week, because I need easily digestible content that's funny and follows the same structure. It's refreshing and comforting, and it's good good mm-hmm. chicken noodle soup for these times. There we go. Whereas I, I want to see people die. Uh, but now I'm watching British people die. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> On the murder of a white car, which is really good. Lots of friends from Game of Thrones are there. And then I also watched a very brief uh, show called Deaf You, where no episode's over 20 minutes, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> High praise. Anyway, we watched lots of fun things. The best part, of course, is talking to you guys about it. So super fun talking to you guys today. And we'll hope you enjoy it as much as we did. And Julie's strategy is obviously in play. If you just want to skip 10 seconds past what I'm speaking, you'll have to do it, unfortunately, frequently, though. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I like that you can only see my decapitated head right now, so I could be fully topless and none of you would give me And that's fine. I'm fine with you being topless as long as I don't have to look at it. <laughs> I know you have nipples right now. I can't see them. I'm fine with that. They're getting like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Won't talk to you about my nipples. <laughs> I'm feeling pressure from the outside world, from no one in particular and no one in my real life, to watch Emily in Paris. And I've tried twice. I've made it okay. a minute and then I made it a minute and 12 seconds. I was like, I don't want to talk. I heard, these are, these are the quotes that I've heard from people. Tone deaf, um, annoying, um, perfect hate watch, but a lot of fun. And it's like, I, I can't get to a lot of fun if those are the three descriptors. I tried. I've already seen the bold type. It's by the guy, it's Darren Starr, who did like Melrose Place. Anyway. I no love the bold I type. To I used it. to watch, beat, I used to eat B-dubs to the bold type all the time. All the time. I slip into the Dutch right now because we're watching um, Holland. But... Yeah, it, Katie Stevens, who was in The Bold Type, was also in my new favorite show, Faking It, on MTV. In Are you still into you, Have you spent any more money on it, or did you figure out how to... A hundred percent. I was like, I tried for 30 seconds, and I was like, all right, I'd rather spend $30. <laughs> it's just like any mild inconvenience right now. Anything that has like a solution to my life that is you. solved by something as mundane as money, it's just like, yeah, it's like, oh, I don't have to invest hours into deconstructing this thought process i could just pay money to make it go away boom done i'm and totally with you totally. which i i realize is a luxury because i live in the attic of my parents house <laughs> and all i pay for is groceries and my many many medical services zero and of which white. thus far have been necessary 
not true. What's what's the point of having money? If you like, why bother having money, especially during a pandemic? If you can't just be like, fuck it, no commercials for the worst show ever, I'll take it. Did you guys Seriously. watch the new Trixie and Katya like to watch of the haunting or the of the haunting? I did watch that last night. Yes. And thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought it was very funny to merge my two interests because I'm really into horror right now, a la Vanessa Hudgens. I'm just like really into voguing right now. And mm-hmm. it was like, mm, all right, let's fucking do it. I also like I loved the Red Scare, but I yes, appreciate it. So it was so good, but I thought this was better. <laughs> you are. I mean, everything is. Everyone has an opinion, but I just have to say you are wrong in this situation. <laughs> I have watched this, the red red one like fifteen times. It's so damn funny. Yeah, it's good. I just this one's not that funny. I I enjoyed it. It doesn't have to be funny to be enjoyable. You said it was better. You said it was better. Yeah, I enjoyed it more. Is this the one where the music box comes to life? Yes. <laughs> and she like throws up her little shoes <laughs> <laughs> like. Ah! I loved it. All right, and it, like they whatever. said on the other one that they really love doing Netflix when they get to do it together because it's like a big set and there's like actual craft services and people that work there. So I want them to be able to get back together to do it. I know. Don't you? Let's end this pandemic. That's the only reason I want this pandemic to be over. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be serious. She doesn't handle these situations as well as Raphael Nadal, let's say. Who just who won? won the, who just won the French Open. And they're like, how are you feeling? He was like, I mean, like, whatever. Sad now. There's still a pandemic going on around the world. So oh. we all need to buckle down and fight for that because it's still happening. And it was like, way to go, Nadal. Oh. And Iga Spiontek from Poland won yesterday. Yas, Mama Queen. We don't need another hero. <laughs> you got, got one, Nick. baby. Yes. You got one. I accidentally watched Nadal play Diego Schwartzman. Oh my God, he's so fucking cute. Okay. What kind of mishmash Jewish Spanish? <laughs> who the fuck what? I mean, I love it. I'm all for a melting pot and blending, but I'm like, okay, he's one of my people. I'm like, Diego, maybe not one of my people. <laughs> he, I mean, Schwartzman, for sure. He's Argentinian. He's 5'7. He's a little, he's a little baby. Is he? Uh, he's only 5'7, yeah. Um, and so everyone calls him the Piquente Gigante. Um, which is like the of little giant. They do. <laughs> it's your first day, yeah. <laughs> I know. I've only read it on Instagram. I've created a Finsta where I just follow tennis players, drag queens, gymnasts, and um, this one diver for a second because she, like Chelsea Memo, was after so many kids and being away from the sport was coming back, and then she you like really had feel a- like a comeback story. Little Clem Clysters, whoever the hell this lady is. Oh my god! I well, for I don't give a fuck about men. They can stay gone. But if a woman comes back, I'm just like hell yeah, into it a hundred percent. In the love of you people, I tried to listen to Allie Reisman again, and guess what? Yeah, I'm super boring. I'm out. <laughs> well, I and their I, miracle I, discovery about what OCD is, I'm like, really, Dax? You've traveled the world. You know all these things, but you have no idea that your OCD is created from your lack of control? No kidding? Genius. Yeah. And, like, it's always tricky for me when people discuss OCD. That's why I could never watch The Girls, besides the fact that I'm not, like, super into um, Lena Dunham as a person. Garbage um, person. But just like when everyone, whenever anyone depicts OCD, it's like that becomes the gold standard in media. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is a zeitgeist moment. This is what OCD is. And there's like there's so many varying degrees. And that doesn't describe mine personally. So obviously I'm personally offended. But it's just like, oh, yeah. Well, this I is was what... triggered. 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 
I think you have to like really love Ali Raisman to get enjoyment out of it because I listened to some other tidbits and I was just like, I'm into it. I could listen to her talk all day. That's the only reason I listen to podcasts is Ali Raisman. If Simone Biles says one, I'm in there too. But I've only listened to podcasts featuring Ali Raisman in my entire life. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going to look at my Stitcher app. Hold on. It's going to tell me I've watched like 50,000 hours of content. Um, 2,930 listening hours. Jesus, I have two. <laughs> the hour of <laughs> and JBM. who's winning is still the question. Not really sure, because <laughs> I've listened to plenty of like you know political podcasts, personal growth, and then you know I'm spending hours listening to those guys dissect the Real Housewives. That I don't even watch anymore because yeah. they're funny. Meanwhile, so. I'm looking up on WebMD for some personal growth that I have, seeing if the doctor <laughs> has to dissect me. So it's just like very different. <laughs> Shecky Cotter, ladies and gentlemen. He's got two shows on Sunday. <laughs> Speaking of delusion, Abby, oh my gosh, is oh my gosh delusional. Oh my God, I wish I could say however you say it in Dutch. Use a fake, a fake, a fake, a fake, a fake, 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 fake. I was like, fuck. I know. It was brutal. It like it got hella dramatic in that moment, and it was just like guttural insults. And I don't know about you, but I was fucking living for this episode. This was a fun ass episode. Oh my god! Between that and the reading challenge, yes. And the uh, fact that Setterjean is fighting with Abby, and she is wearing hay, and she looks awful, and yeah. she's just like, "You a nick, a nick, a nick," and she's like, "Oh fuck you, bitch!" And she's like, "And don't even talk to me in the outfit." They're like, why'd you have to bring up her outfit? That was uncalled for. I was like, her outfit was shit. You should bring her up for that. And me Peru's like sitting there sipping her straw like, oh, this is so beautiful. Take her down. I know. Well, and then they go from like, take her down to, you need to fight your inner saboteur. And it's like, all right, RuPaul, where are you? Are you hiding? Are you the little bird? Cheap, cheap, cheap in the corner. A hilarious read. So good. Oh, oh my God. The reads were like fucking phenomenal. Do you remember you, any of them? Well, I remember <laughs> um, Mama Queens from Madam Madnesses. That was like one of the best reads of all time when she was like, and Madam Madness, I didn't expect you to get this far, so I don't have a read prepared for you. Oh, so That's why she won. Bro. Oh my God. It was just like, all right, anorexic queen, uh, your brain hasn't been too impacted by the lack of nutrients because that was fun. Then they ripped on my boyfriend. The Chelsea boy for Is there anything basic. safer than prep? It's Chelsea boy's look. He's like, oh! <laughs> Which like, so I love mean. that. I love that Holland is so avant-garde and the styles are so next level that Chelsea Boy is considered like safe and basic. And not attractive. Um, I, I do find Chelsea Boy attractive. I like I I'm mean I don't, don't want to fight you for him, so I whatever. <laughs> You'll win. I saw those tetas. <laughs> <laughs> there are two wet bags of sand being held up by very strong fabric right now. I'm just doing the best they can. Abby speaks five languages and makes no sense. Aha! <laughs> that was a fun one. Um, Abby, I like, how are you feeling about Abby? Oh my gosh. Is it annoyance? Because that's kind of where I am. I just don't know why everyone turned on her for these last two weeks. She doesn't seem any more annoying than she was before. Well, the pressure of the competition around week four is at, is at a breaking point. Um, I just thought it was crazy, though. And at the beginning of the episode, Envy is so, like, don't Abby and Envy live together? Mm -hmm. I mean, by the end of the episode, I don't think they're going to anymore. 
I guess not. That would be harsh. That would be really hard. Oh, way harsh, Ty. Um, the gay giant cake birthday cake was gorgeous, though. Yeah, it was. I don't know really... what was in the middle, like rocks, but I was like, okay. They do like the food. First of all, food has been the central theme of this entire season. We have our first craft service tables fight. We have all these fucking pastries for King's Day or whatever. We've got this cake. The food's looking great. Real. That is very very true. I, do you know when you like say something, you can just like feel Emma editing it out in 24 hours? <laughs> that was me just now. <laughs> So now we get to the challenge, which is going to be a dance challenge Oof. in the lowest lit, cheapest fucking backdrop you've ever seen in your... I mean, can't they do it on the stage? What's happening? This challenge was a fucking disaster. Bounce, little kitty, bounce. It's like Seder Jean was about to have a seizure. First of all, I relate to Seder Jean a lot in that I do not think I'd look attractive in drag. And um, we both look <gasps> older than we are. And we have no mobility. <laughs> You shouldn't be able to bounce like that in heels on your knees. That is not a good idea. Remember when Heather said that my knees looked very healthy randomly and I've like lived on that compliment for the past eight months. I, I did not know. That. I don't even think I knew that. What but, were you doing that they looked healthy? I literally just, I went from a crouch and stood up. She was like, you've got healthy knees. And then immediately thereafter, I started obsessing about my knees and I was like, what if I lose it? What if I lose my healthy knees? You will one day. Just be ready for it. Brutal. You know what else we didn't talk about is that everyone was basically like, um, Abby won the um, lip sync, but really, Madam Madness shouldn't even be here anymore. Like, she's oh the my worst. God. And then they had the gall to be like, you need to love yourself more. <laughs> As they're being like, you're a fucking bitch who doesn't deserve to be here. What the fuck? Like, they all just hate her. They hate Abby. You're like, you guys. <laughs> I know they're like, you should go. And then they're like, you're going to have to shave your beard. I'm like, no one has ever said anything about you shaving your beard. None of, none of the judges have ever said, it would be great if you. Stop well, having a beard. They just said change up your look a little bit. <laughs> it's like you need to stick to your guns always because as soon as you change it up, they're like, thank you. Sashay away. Yeah, I don't know why she got rid of the beard. I, I don't think it... It didn't it enhance her, her look. Yeah. I mean, her best feature is not even being shown based on the leaked nudes that I've seen earlier. So perhaps that could have been what she focused on. Take it to the runway. Runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. Come on, girl. Put your face in the walk. I did not memorize these looks, so I thought we could watch them again, but obviously I just... No, we can. It's stuttering. Uh, should we stutter too? Chelsea boy coming out like an aquatic little demon. Loving her. You know that I love Chelsea boy, but I don't get this look for me. This is not... What? She's an underwater geisha. I don't know. Duh. What could be more clear? The octopus teacher around her neck? Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't get, like, all of these Lady Gaga Judas hearts that everyone's putting onto everything. It's just like, does, did that album just release in Holland? Maybe. Everyone's wearing the Lady Gaga crowns, the Lady Gaga heart. Abby, oh my this gosh. This is a jumpsuit from H&M. This is terrible. <laughs> it's pure trash. Or aluminum foil. This and, is bad. And she just, like, I don't know. Her hair looks bad. She's like a wannabe um kiki wants to kai kai it's and like why would you have a nude illusion through your tattoo it doesn't work jackie jacay looks great illusion until she lost the illusion known as her skirt um halfway down and i don't agree she should be cinched her hair is weird i love her i don't think she looks amazing it's sort of like roxy andrews looked except terrible (laughs) (laughs) but don't you want her to have a cinched waist I don't like the hair that's coming out. Like, what the hell is that about? It's too thick. It should be, like, slicked down 
Um, just I'm sorry, her entire life is falling apart, and I feel myself in this moment. I do really love the commentary of fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and I just went with it. I tore it off. It's like <laughs> you didn't have great. a choice. It fell off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her hair is just shitty. It looks like Little House on the the fucking failure. Yeah, I don't she should have left it. the feathers on. <laughs> she tried. She didn't have a choice, lady. <laughs> Um, I loved Mama Queen's look. I don't know why they dragged her. I thought this was fierce. And they're uh, mean to her for wearing too high of shoes. Like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. She's like eight feet tall. Already. She looked gorgeous. And they were like, well, you have to, if you have to explain the look, it's not worth it. I was like. <laughs> the category is diamonds and glitter. Got it. She wore both. I mean, she did call it Black Panther. And it's like, well, I don't see you liberating the masses, but all right. But she has worn some sort of headpiece every single week. And, you know, frankly, I don't mind it. Um, Envy Peru's like, first of all, I have no idea why she won this episode. I don't think she deserved it. I think Sater's no. and Mama Queen deserved it. Because they, shockingly, don't have wins yet, weirdly. Mama Queen won last Mama season. Queen, you're right, you're right, you're right. Mama Queen but literally Sater just Jean won. Have a win. Sater doesn't have a win. She doesn't? She feels wrong. No. No. Well, maybe she's going to win the whole season then. And then Mad of Madness. I liked the reveal of the no beard. I thought that was a fun moment. She looks like Aja's like fiery headdress, just well done. Oh my god, <laughs> that episode for Aja was rough. That reveal, I, like I gasped, as did this bitch who we don't know why she's here. Um, Sater Jean, <laughs> <laughs> super glam nanny. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's like, is she? <laughs> I mean, she looks. <laughs> Her face is. Monstrous. So <laughs> Her face is wild. It's funny because she's like a hot boy, but once you put it in drag, it's just like, what happened to you in your youth? Um, and then the baby peeing on her is, I guess, funny. I got gross. I laughed. I laughed. Okay. Well, then that's all we need to know. Then it's you funny. I laughed. <laughs> Julie laughed, so it's funny. It's funny. And then she's spitting out the baby's pee. Love it. So, all right. Well, Envy Brew wins. Well, first they show the dance challenge, which we can't watch because my thing is being an asshole. And it's terrible. Terrible. Like, terribly produced, terribly lit. Yeah. You can't even tell who's doing what. It's shockingly bad. It's bad. It's first season bad. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, <laughs> rough. Yeah. One, is, one of my coworkers is watching uh, RuPaul's Drag Race for the first time. They're like, I'm in season one right now. And I'm like, oh, stick with it. She's like, no, I like it. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Like it, it goes exponentially better, and then it sort of levels off. So you thought Cedergine won? Um, well, based on the challenge, she obviously, like, they were struggling to find compliments. So, like, you really had the energy of it. I loved the, um, when, was it Envy Peru who had the little voodoo doll of Cedergine mm -hmm. when she was struggling? <laughs> that was such a funny bit. Oh, yeah, so then Cedergine has a panic attack, and they never say she had a panic attack. Or anything, they're just like, I got really hot, and I went to the other room. Yes, and then Envy Peru's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I will say, as much as I shit on Sater Jean's face, for whatever reason, um, she does look great in that number. That was a cute look. It was conceptual. It was well thought out. Nifty. I felt bad about her panic attack. Yeah, I did, too. I was like, girl, I always have a clonopin on me. It's in a little <laughs> bullet, so you can bite the bullet and just, like, let go of the day. Did I miss the part where they, like, resolved it and where he was like, I'm fine now and I'm going back in? No. Okay. No, that was not included. I don't mind it. So, I, I have enough of like resolving panic attacks in my everyday life. I don't need to see it <laughs> in real time. I mean, I understand they didn't like 
Mama Queen's outfit, but to put her in the bottom three, three. menage a trois. I did look not a madness and Abby Magah. I did love though that they um, asked instead of who should go home, who should be the bottom two. I thought that was a nice switch up. It was fun. It was um, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, and all the way. I feel like whatever the first person says, everyone just goes with because you're like, well, I don't want to make any waves. But when Envy <laughs> says Abby and then Abby starts crying, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, when we inevitably live together, as Envy and Abby do, I would never send you home. You would absolutely <laughs> send me home, though, and I'd be um, fine with it. You would be the Abby. I would be the Envy, so. Because I'm very envious of you. <laughs> no, because you're young. I'm not that young. Also, She's I don't like, need... I might have thought it, but I would never do it on the stage in front of everybody, man. Um, uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the entire episode. It wasn't meant to be that dramatic. Sorry. I'm go like, ahead. I, all, all I have to say is when there's three people lip syncing, I can't watch any of them, and I just it might as well just go home. Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate that they all clustered together, so you could like oh. keep looking at them. <laughs> Hate it. I would be like, bye, bitches. I'm going to do my half-ass cartwheel and splits over here. See ya. Yeah, I know. Um, I do like that Abby called her a backstabbing cow, Envy Peru. And then I wanted an immediate cut to Madam Madness. It didn't happen. <laughs> an outfit from last week. More impressive than Mama Queen's split was her ability to stand back up afterward. She, she, she had to like hold herself, find a moment. No one's going to fucking help her. And then she gets to stand up. You're like, oh, thank God. Um... I don't even know who I would pick to win this episode. I thought this episode was so whatever. Were any of them actually good Jean? dancers? I didn't actually watch the episode yet. Abby, no. oh my gosh, was like probably the best, but she wasn't ideal. They like- she was in a group with, so it was Abby, oh my God, Chelsea Boy, and Mama Queen, and they put Abby in front, and they were in the back, and they were all struggling with the timing. And then Madam Madness, of course, gets picked last and gets to pick her team. And she's like, the last time I was picked last, I went with them. So this time I'll go with you guys. Instead <laughs> Jean's like, yes, but you have to listen to me. And she's like, okay. <laughs> it was so sad. It was really brutal. So beaten the down. bullying continued. <laughs> it was rough. And they were like, you need to fucking love yourself. <laughs> it's like, you just told me I was trash. <laughs> so. I don't know why your confidence is so bad and you're so fat. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I know. But then we watched those prep commercials. You watched at least one of them, (laughs) right? Oh, my God. Fantastic. (laughs) How? And they have no views. They have, like, 1,500 views. Where are they playing? Because those are, like... To be used I somewhere, just, right? Theoretically. I don't know. I saw him on um, YouTube. That's crazy. Nick, did you watch that one? That I, did I send that over to everybody? Which one? The uh-huh. prep commercial that Trixie did. Oh, the, yeah. There were several of them. Yeah. The cat on a hot tin roof. Oh, my God. So good. She's so good. <laughs> no, they don't work on STIs or pregnancy. You're like, <laughs> what is happening? I thought they were a hoot, but they they have very few views, and I feel like everything Trixie does gets a million bazillion people watching. Yeah, as it deserves, honestly. And everyone should be on prep. Well, not everyone. It's like a lot of work to be on prep. Is it? Yeah, you have to get um, your levels tested like twice a year, sometimes more frequently, because it can have so many weird side effects. So it's like, let's wear a condom. What levels? I don't know. <laughs> okay. The gays are what just talking about dudes? their levels. 
when I went up to Chicago and was hanging out with everyone and they just like, they were talking about prep constantly. And it's like, all right, we got it. <laughs> you have sex a lot. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> and they were talking about like, they have to get blood work done pretty consistently to see, cause it can have some gnarly side effects. Um, but I mean, it protects well, I have to get my thyroid checked once a year, but it's still worth it to live and take care <laughs> <laughs> I say this is someone who's gotten like blood work every month for the past four months. Oh, did I tell you guys that I'm doing this like 30 day sugar detox? Yeah. And part of the thing was to get a glucose monitor. Ooh. So I've been testing my blood every day. And guess what I've learned? What? It doesn't make no sense. <laughs> blood doesn't make Some days sense. I get up and it's real low. And some days I get up and it's real high. Huh. There you go. I got a bad sleep, I guess has something to do with it. If I don't get very good sleep, I wake up in hypoglycemic shock Jeez. in like the forties or fifties. Oh my God. That's so low. And then if I get some sleep, I'm at like 90. So I don't really know what to tell you. I'm not sleep. in bed going, hope I never fall asleep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Being awake at three in the morning is so much fun. Well, it makes sense why I'm such a super cunt at five in the morning. If I'm in like <laughs> hypoglycemic shock and I haven't slept. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I knew I needed a bowl of cereal. Damn. <laughs> That's not what you're supposed to have because there's no sugar. So. <laughs> and you can't have peanut butter. Seriously? Why not? Yeah. There's sugar? Uh, no. His, his thing is that peanut butter, peanuts are not a nut. They're a legume. And in no matter what state you're eating them, if it's in a peanut butter, it's already rancid. So you shouldn't be eating it. You should switch to almond butter, which is fine, but it's a million dollars. Did you um, watch anything else this week besides The Amazing Holland's Drag Race? I'm now, I'm embarrassed to say. You're going to make fun of me. You do regardless. I'm watching, I can't wait. I'm watching Psych <laughs> right now. Oh, I love Psych. Did you? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got one. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. But it's cute. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> it's very sweet. Anything Julia Hill does, I watch. I, I love him. Julia from the he's West Wing. Yeah, he's yes. super cute. So I've been watching a lot of Charlie. Psych. I watched. Um, oh, I have never watched The West Wing. Perhaps I should. You haven't watched The West Wing? No, no. Nick, if you want to save your spirit in the pandemic, watch The West Wing. All right. All right. It helps a lot. It really will give you a sense of like. Things were different once. <laughs> oh, my God. And when the president gives Charlie that knife. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. And October 15th, they're doing a special live thing on HBO Max. But they won't let Josh Molina come. But I don't know why. <laughs> they won't let but Bradley texted the other day. We've decided Josh Molina can watch the special. So I don't know what's happening. <laughs> my TV oh my friends are hilarious. So, Psych, you're enjoying it? You're in the first season? Psych, I'm enjoying it. Um, well, I've gotten to the point. I watched five episodes and then watched the re and then just read the recaps for the next two seasons. Because, I mean, it's the same thing every episode, essentially. And I wanted to know the story progression. Did you like Monk back in the day? Um, I did like Monk. Um, it, sometimes I'd have to turn it off because it was, like, too OCD. And I was like, I'm triggered. Um, typically, there wasn't an overlap because he had uh, very much organizational compulsion OCD, which is unfortunately entirely different from my OCD, where my life is in constant disarray. <laughs> so um, it was enough of a disconnect where it didn't particularly bother me. But whenever he would get into like intense rituals or would have to repeat things constantly, I'd be like, oh, too close to home. So I'm going to shut oh. this off. But I, I was just thinking of it as another lighthearted like mystery 
with supernatural a little bit. I mean, he's not supernatural, but he's Highly so skilled. aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I liked it. Tony Shalhoub was great. I get why he won twenty Emmys, um, but. Yeah, there were there were times when it was just like, okay, this is a little too much. If I'm in like a good mental state, here's hoping it comes again, then I can handle it. But occasionally it's just like, I'm a little bit triggered. Well, luckily they took my show off that does that for me, which is the biggest loser. <laughs> they're just like, you have to stop eating. And they're like, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh my God. I used to play that for my roommate in college. Was he fat? Massive. And okay. he was he was a terrible person. So he came in <laughs> like two weeks late into the semester, <laughs> strolling in. We thought we had this tiny closet all to ourselves. Um, I was six foot and then, which is like, average and then there's this other dude there who was like a baseball player who's like six four beefy and then this guy comes in and everything he owned was massive including like i'm not talking like overweight like morbidly obese and um he had the top bunk and i was really annoyed that he was able to scale it much more lightly than i and he had a massive desktop computer he had a huge fucking hamper there was no space for him there was no space and then he, I would What's always. his name Madam Madness? <laughs> Did he have a beard as well? He he had like the next gruff. Um, but he just like I don't know. He was an annoying person. He was like conservative, close-minded, and then he would play World of Warcraft all the time, which like fine. But when I'm trying to come in in the one week that I actually committed to studying before it all just dropped off and there's just like fucking dragon screaming at me. It's like, can you put on like headphones? And then he pulls out this massive headphone set. I was like, what's that? He's like my subwoofer. And I was like, why is it 300 pounds? And why is it so big? So I, being the petty bitch I was, would just like watch The Biggest Loser all the time. I was like, oh my God, look at these people changing their lives for the better. And, um, he it backfired hardcore because then he started a subway diet where all he would eat was subway sandwiches and ice. And so I'd wake up and he had unhinged Wait, his jaw. How many, like all kinds of subway sandwiches? I don't know. Any I, kind you wanted. I didn't talk to him. <laughs> so he, I would wake up at like 3 a.m., which was his prime wow time because he was like on a crew with some Japanese people. Um, so there'd always just be blaring lights at 3 a.m. And I'm just like, for the fucking love of God. And um, occasionally he needed to hear the sound outside of his speaker and he would be like talking to them and it was, it was honestly fine. I was just being a bitch, but he, <laughs> I, like a lot. I would like, I would wake up and he would have unhinged his throat to swallow this foot long hole. And I was like, I mean, if you weren't straight, you'd have a lot of fans and perhaps you'd be out of this room at any time. Um, and then he would just chomp on ice. So I'd wake up and he'd just be like fucking going to town on a fucking ice. And it was just a disaster. So both my roommates dropped out freshman year. I'm not saying I'm entirely not to blame. <laughs> you know what I'm grateful for is that when we went to college, I, I don't know about you, but we did not have the ability to like Facebook stock or get to know them ahead of time to like see what you were in for. Yeah. Cause had I known, woof, but more, well, we're going to go to every story. So Julie, sorry. So I went to boarding school my senior year of high school because I had no parenting. <laughs> and I said, can I have a curfew? And they said, no. I said, well, can I go to boarding school? They're like, if you find one and get in. I'm like, I did. So I went and I went to boarding school in Wisconsin. And my roommate was a very enthusiastic person who loved the Lord a lot. Yes. I did not go to a religious boarding school. Um, and she likes to talk about it. And we listened to Amy Grant. And, you know, we could sit and think about it and talk about Jesus. And I was like, Jew, no, shush. 
<laughs> and this was, I'm old enough that we could still smoke in our dorm. <laughs> so I would go smoke downstairs with all the cool kids. And this girl, Kim and I became friends. And we, her roommate was uh, Natsuko, and she was from Japan, and she basically spoke no English. So, of course, we decided to bully her and make her live with Melissa <laughs> so that Kim and I could live together. I mean, Yasuko doesn't, Yasuko was her name. Yasuko doesn't speak any English. She's not going to care that Melissa's constantly talking about Jesus. And, you know, great. There'll be a match made in heaven. So Yasuko has no idea what's happening. We basically like move all of her stuff. Don't even ask her permission. We don't ask Melissa. Just over a weekend, we just fucking switch it. And now I'm with Kim right across the hall. And so Melissa comes back. Yasuko comes back. They don't say anything to us. They just assume that the administration did it. And a week later, Yasuko comes in my room, slams the door, and she's like, Melissa is such a fucking bitch. We're like, you speak English? Like, she's like, yeah, I'm shy. We're like, oh, God, sorry. <laughs> Needless to say, I ruined two people's senior years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you deserve to have fun. It was my freshman year of college. Both incredibly important years. So we did what we'd had to do. Bully people Sorry, to the Yasko. point of fleeing the country. <laughs> <laughs> and then never talk to anyone ever again. No, I like the, like the 30 Rock um, episode where Liz is like hella cool for the first like 72 hours of college <laughs> is very much what happens, at least in my experience, where everyone's like kumbaya, everyone's chill, and then everyone starts backstabbing immediately. Because this is a Catholic institution that I went to, so everyone has a, a PhD already coming in in passive aggressiveness, and everyone is just like absolutely bullshit bullying all the time. So, uh, what a time. Emma, did you have a nice roommate in college? She was very sweet. I went to college. Maybe like the attracts year. like. Maybe you and I attracted dicks. <laughs> Go ahead, Emma. Because they're monsters, yeah. I went to school the year Facebook happened. So we like I got a Facebook account and then immediately connected with who was going to be my freshman roommate. Like that was my entree into it. And we decided like what our dorm decor was gonna be and she was really into shabby chic and I didn't care. I don't know. She just like was already a mom in her forties from Kenosha. Um, nice. <laughs> Perfect. And yeah. But she was very sweet and she didn't mind me, so we lived together the second year too. So Aww. Nick you is suddenly falling dark. into darkness. <laughs> um Emma had a great college experience. Like when you think of what college should be, that was Emma's life. So And she finished, right? <laughs> <guess. laughs> yeah, she finished, she had, which is like apparently the Nick goal. and I have not. So two out of the three people here have not. No. No. Emma but, did. <laughs> Emma did amazing work. She had a lot of friends. She partied. She was social. She cared about the environment and social What was your major, Emma? Go to amazing protests. Um, I was a writing intensive English major with a justice and peace studies minor. Yes. <laughs> come on. Like, can you? Come on. Thanks for asking. So I watched Deaf You this week. And when you, get a, uh, when, when you are a deaf person, you will take, like, the first initial of your name and then you'll get a sign that sort of encapsulates who you are. So like if you were short or whatever, so they're signed for Trump. Like they, they said you can tell who's a Trump supporter and who isn't. Cause if you're a Trump supporter, you just sign out Trump finger spell wise. And if not, you do the sign, <laughs> which is of like a piece of hair, a toupee flapping up and down. So people who don't like Trump are like Trump. <laughs> oh, that was fascinating. So fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's like amazing. a privilege to be given a deaf name, but they're like, but this isn't one of them. <laughs> this isn't, no. 
You're such a monster. No, I feel like I, gemstones and monsters is sort of my, my dichotomy always and how I designate people. It's my binary. It's like the one binary that's allowed to exist still. It's you're either a gemstone or a monster. It has nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with who you are as a person in my personal estimation. <laughs> we're all gemstones. My roommates were monsters. They had to go. My other roommate dipped... And that was just disgusting. So when we consolidated into the one bed and I was on top. <laughs> and Hold, please. I don't think you said that correctly, Melania. What? We, we all consol- consolidated to one bed? We consolidated to one bed unit. So it was like the bottom bunk and the top bunk. I'm legitimately talking about bunks this time. I know but this was right. after the other guy had left? Yeah. So we got rid of the lofted bed. You and didn't we tell just- us that part. Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, the one guy left. We didn't just consolidate to one bed, and it was like, I guess you have to find a new place to live. <laughs> no, it sounded or like you you're like, then we all bed. decided yeah. to lay together, me and Derek in Nebraska, and our other. Uh, yeah, we're in one bed. I was always in the middle, you know you me. You just said, uh, we consolidated to one bed. And I said I was on top. Well, I guess that could be misconstrued. Okay, okay, okay. Because we all know you're trying to bottom, but. Um, one day I'll get that. And. Yeah, so he had left at that point. We consolidated. I was on the lofted bed, and so we moved that out of there, and then we were on to the bottom bunk. And then I would always drop my pillows or laptop or whatever I had onto the ground from my top bunk and always hit his dip cup and it would just spill everywhere. It smelled like absolute vomit. It was pure disgust. And you know, like this isn't a great habit I have, but I just tend to drink whatever's in front of me, um, like no matter whose glasses. So there was absolutely a time where I came in wasted. I was like, oh my God, what an amazing cup of water. It wasn't water. It was dip. Threw up immediately (gasps) and just gross. And this was back when Four Locos were full potency. So he would do, he had just broken up with his girlfriend and he was drinking like eight Four Locos a night, which is just like a recipe for death. That's like 32 Locos. <laughs> That's fast math. That's what that is. Fast math. And he'd just be puking everywhere constantly. And it was just a fucking disaster. So obviously I had to get rid of him. No, he left on his own accord. <laughs> But the so previous- like we were saying, I think you're really going to enjoy Deaf You. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Can you tell us more about it? Please, Julie, yes. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I really wanted it to be Love on the Spectrum, like just learning about, you know, a culture that I know a little bit about, but not a ton. But it really is about all these kids who go to Gaudet in Washington, and they're mostly just real slutty. Um, <laughs> there's like 800 women and 300 men, and people are on the prowl, and... You don't get to know them very well. The episodes are 18 minutes long. It's very, like, you get to know little snippets. There are the elite deaf community. Like, I had deaf parents, and I grew up, you know, in a deaf household. I don't speak, blah, blah. Other people have cochlear implants. That's another group. You know, do you talk? Do you not talk? Do you mouth the words because you're from the hearing community? I wanted more of, like, that. But, you know, for the most part, you're like, that guy is a player. That girl is also a player. That guy what? got that girl pregnant on purpose. Okay, all right, because he is a player. Wow. Um, so there's. What's the it, sign for? Do you want to get down? Is it this? Oh, yes, I'm sure it is. Dickin. I don't have no idea, but. Um, so it's an easy watch, but it was it was no heart opening, love on the spectrum, but. It's pretty good. What's what's it on? It's on Netflix. Cool. But like when I was in elementary school. There was no gifted or anything. It might have been because I was a problem kid. I don't remember why. But I would get, if I was doing well, they would send me to the basement to work with this boatman who had all the deaf children down there. 
I was like, wow, Miss, Miss Boatman knows sign language. That's amazing. She didn't. She'd just be yelling at them like, this is a chair. Oh but my I God. made friends, you know, except that one that killed, kicked my butt, Nikki. Um, so then, <laughs> you say the one who killed himself? No, it was a girl who He was a problem. He had to go. I took care of it. <laughs> no, Nikki's the one that knocked my feet out from under me and smashed my head on the ground. Um, but I learned finger spelling. I've told you guys that story, have I not? No. Oh, no. boy. So I go down there every couple days, whatever, for a bell to help out. I learned finger spelling. I learned some basic signs. And then I, there's this boy, Charlie, who's adorable. And I, I loved him and he loved me. And he had a girlfriend named Nikki. But I had no romantic feelings towards anyone in the fifth grade. Um, so one day we're out on the, the wow. playground. And sure. Charlie walks by and smacks me on the butt. And I'm like, Charlie, don't do that. So Nikki... All she sees is the hand on the butt. She runs from behind me, knocks my feet out from under me. And <gasps> next thing I know, she's sitting on top of me, smashing my head onto oh the my concrete. God. And I'm humongous. Like, I don't know what she's thinking. <laughs> but I'm not fighting back. I'm like completely aghast. So finally, someone comes and saves me. The next day, <laughs> she gets called into the principal's office. And my gift is that I get to watch her get paddled. Um, oh my God. So she's signing the entire time. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to kill your mom. I'm going to kill your dad. Oh I'm just like God. sitting there crying like, Dr. McNeil? Dr. McNeil? <laughs> anyway, that was the end of that year. It was fine. So then sixth grade comes around and they're like, oh, we in the basement now we have what turned out to be Vietnamese refugees, but at the time they called them boat people. So there's uh -huh. boat people down in the basement. You can go help Miss Boatman. I was like, wow. She didn't know sign language, but she knows... Vietnamese? That's amazing. Nope. Down there yelling at them, chair! <laughs> this is a chair! <laughs> so, I mean, my elementary school was jacked. I went to Clifton Elementary School in a very nice part of town. But I don't know what we were doing in the basement with Miss Boatman and kids who did not know the language. Oh and they God. just had some terrifying aide who looked like Weird Al Yankovic as a woman in the 80s yelling at them in English. <laughs> Sorry, kids from the basement. Sorry. I don't know how I got there. There was a reason I went there. I don't if know. If you go down to the oh, basement. Oh, Jeff, you in the sign language. I okay, hear the screams. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, that's true. And they had this like green rubberized floor that looked kind of like Legos as you walk down the stairs. And it's still in that building. And I'm always like, I'm not going down there. I know exactly that floor. Right? You know what I'm talking uh -huh, about? It's like bouncy. Little circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that floor. <laughs> Anyway, that was how I got there from <laughs> Were they just saying like kuzu the entire time? They were I don't know what they were saying. We were, I was yelling at them with Miss Boatman making signs it's, for things. It's help in Vietnamese. I'm sure they were. Oh. I know I know help in twenty three languages. <laughs> Is that your Wherever safe word? I need assistance in any country, I'm ready. Where have you been? What countries have you been to? America. <laughs> A mayor I can. I've literally only been to the U.S. and Canada. Me too. We should go to Mexico. Bitch, I'm barely <laughs> leaving the house right now. I got a pulse ox that everyone thinks is fucking hilarious um, to measure my... Because yeah, occasionally I'll get into a panic stand and be like, I can't breathe. And it's like, no, you can. Your pulse ox is fine. Um, and so I just am wearing that all the time now at work. So everyone keeps coming in and they're like, so I'm actually really worried about you. I was like, good, you should be. I'm not well. What does it look like? It's a little, um, it's like the finger thing that they put on at oh, the, the doctor's office. Oh, the finger cuff? Okay. Yeah. That takes your heart rate and pulse ox, like the amount of oxygen in your blood. Um, so. You wear it in the dining room when people are there? 
No, I have some self-control. But I'll be in the office and just be like, not much. And then I'll be in the office and be like, ooh, 150, that's high. Because <laughs> my pulse is just always racing because I'm always scared. Well, my pulse is always low. My resting pulse is like a 40. So the day I had like a 40 pulse and a 60 glucose, I'm like, am I even alive? Do I exist? Am I a person? Does this body work? Like, what's happening? Well, you're an athlete. That makes sense. For to be Even when long. I was 150 pounds heavier than I am now, I still had a low heart rate. I just had really? a low pulse. I always have. Yeah. Wild. I know. My resting amazing. is What 90. a gift. I mean, who would want to graduate from college and travel to all these countries and you can have a low pulse? <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. Um, I am going to tell you about one other thing I watched this week. I am in the yeah. middle of the murder at White Farms. What is that? Which is on HBO. It's a HBO Max. It's a true miniseries, British murder, murder. <laughs> um, but within the fan, okay, so like whatever, dead people, mystery, six episodes. We'll figure it out. But the lead detective is Mark Addy, right? So we've got Robert Baratheon. The lead daughter cousin that makes sense, Yara, um, Greyjoy, <laughs> and then nice. the gay, creepy. I'm not sure really what's up with them yet. I mean, I'm a hundred percent beyond right Greyjoy. Alfie Allen, gorgeous. Yeah, Not they really. all have real names. Anyway, so it's really well done. It's really well written. I'm super into it. I think I know who did it, but my sister thought she did too, but I don't want her to tell me, so I could be wrong. But <laughs> uh, so good. It's like broad churchy good. You know, It's not that depressing, but so smart, so well written, perfectly paced. Oh, oh, I'm fun. dying. I'm dying. <laughs> and I hope dying. Who is it? Who is that, do you think? I think it, well, I can't tell you because I want you guys to watch it. That's fine. I'll still watch it. Well, Emma will for sure want to know who did it, but I don't know. So <laughs> I can't help with that. But it's nice to like be able to sink your teeth into something. Mm-hmm. Do you want to Google it right now and see if you're right? Only six no. episodes? Yes. <laughs> Only six episodes. Emma's in. <laughs> Do not tell me that I'm right or wrong. I don't want to know. I like to find out at the very end. We're getting to a really weird, interesting spot. See, you know that time when you're like, it's obviously Emma. It's obviously, it's totally, oh, you're like, oh, shit, it's Nick. Oh, my God, it's Nick. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Frank. Frank, God damn it, Frank. I knew it the whole time. Yes. See, I Googled what happened at Broad's Church going in, and I still watched it, which was just like, so the entire time I was just like, I knew it. You can't trust people who don't have hair. Well, at the end of Broad Church, whoever the molester is, they're like, why did you do it? And he's like, I don't know. It just sort of took me over. And you're just kind of like. Why? Yeah. Do you ever get into like, like when you're, it's 3 a.m., you're still awake and you're just like, well, everything sucks anyway. I'm going to read about historical tragedies. And no. no. So that happened to me the other night. And, <laughs> and by that, I mean last night because I was watching Fleabag and he was talking oh. about his brother and he was like, well, he's a pedophile. And I was like, yes. so how does that happen? And like what sort of genetic thing? So I was looking all into like pedophilia and like just the brain chemistry behind it. And it was a mistake. I'm pretty much sure that 97% of people who grew up to be molesters were molested as children. Yeah. I do believe that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. I personally don't just believe people are born bad, but I could be wrong. Well, I was curious about it because it is like a pretty common compulsion to like in the OCD world. The few times that I've read about it, because usually I'm just like, <laughs> I'm fine. 
Um, for people to be afraid that they're um, a pedophile or afraid that they're going to be gay or afraid that, yeah. you know, just afraid constantly. And so I was curious because there was, um, I was on the OCD Reddit and that came up. <laughs> that yeah. must be a really healthy site to visit. Gross. It's just like, I mean, so in some ways it's comforting because it's like, oh, they're going through this too. This isn't just like a yes. unique thing that's afflicting just me. It's like. This actually happens, but someone was you just like, "You are not alone. alone. I'm here <laughs> with you. I'm gonna touch it again." Go ahead. <laughs> and that—that that was the title of the subreddit. Was I'm gonna touch it again? Am I a pedophile? Um, but it's interesting. And someone actually went. This is what spurred it. Someone went into like these are the biological conditions and a lot of the things that lead to pedophilia. So if you're afraid that you're a pedophile, a simple thought isn't gonna manifest this change. Um, so it was like. Fascinating, but like deeply disturbing. What else did you watch? There was no unwanted, unwatched Trixie and Katsia material you could have been watching at that time instead. Exhausted it. Exhausted it. Well, the other, night, the other night, I went into like the Sino Japanese War for whatever reason, which led into like the rape of Nanking, which was just like one of the most horrific things in history. It's just, it was a dark road. So are you going to continue on with Psych or are you done? I think I'm finished. We'll see. I don't know. I watched The Boys, obviously. So good. The ending is so good. Is, is it? it? Is season yeah. two uh, over yet or is it still it's coming over. out? Okay. Is it done Maybe yet? I'll start watching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you guys watch Great British Bake Off yet? No. <laughs> well, there's I've a dreamy little twink on there. He's rolled Where? Me. Which episode? The new, the new season. Okay, He's well. on every season or every yes. episode. It's like whenever oh, yeah. you bring something up, it's like, okay, like, really promiscuous dead people. Are any of them gay? Not interested. Midsummer murders or whatever. There's a there are person. some of them gay, Mr. Assume. I'm sorry. Did you? Is that the sign for you're being a dick? That little head cock? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fair. doodle. Um, Anyway, every year, yes, there's an adorable twink, but this year there's a boy who love, love, loves his brother so much that he does gluten-free baking for him all the time. And then, you know, when they go to their little clips, it's, it's really weird. They're like, after runs with his brother, Peter likes to make gluten-free snacks. We're like, yeah, we know you've told us twice already. We're only on episode three. I've seen that porn. I know. Where and then someone's like, uh, he really likes his brother a lot. <laughs> Yikes. I know. It's not true. And he's adorable with like little dimples and, you know, he's just really cute. Yeah. He's raw, can't. All right. And surprisingly, they've only kicked off one of the two people of color almost immediately. So that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. Baking show's not good for that. But so they're all quarantining, right? So they yeah. agreed to live in the bubble. They were there for two weeks beforehand. And you're like, oh my God. And this, this single dad, he's like, uh, I'm a okay, I give up on my girls. I love them so much. And you're like, enough to leave them for nine weeks or whatever. <laughs> So then they come running up the other day. You're like, oh, they got to bring their families. It's really sweet. And that's how everyone got infected. <laughs> it was really sweet. So they're obviously all quarantining with their families if they needed to. Because you're like, since you're their only parent, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, they're not American. So they'll be like, uh, he's a part-time caregiver and a full-time dad. You're like, with no wife? Who pays the bills? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Another person is like a part-time solicitor. You're like, what do you mean you're a half-time lawyer? NHS, babe. Wow. I know. Can you imagine? Have you seen that video of British people reacting to the cost of medical care in no. America? Yes. 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 Where it's just like, how much do you think it would be to hold your baby after birth? They're like, there's a price to that? It's like, oh, you betcha it's 
That was when they were like, please don't elect Boris Johnson for the love of God. And they're like, mm -hmm, we're going to do it anyway. All right, well, let's gemstone it up. Nick, What? how many gemstones would you give Psych? Um, for what it did for me in a trying moment, I would give it, I'd give it 88 gemstones. I'd give it 88 to 90 wow. gemstones. Solid, funny. There's no 88 to 90. That would be 89. How many gemstones do you give it? Fucking 89, I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Defu like 76. Brutal. I'm not going to. Wow. It, I wanted it to be great. How do you sign Sad? Love on the Spectrum, great. Indian matchmaking, great. Defu, medium. Brutal. Now, this murder at the White Farms, woo, we are at like 95 right now, and I got two episodes to go. <laughs> Let's get in the chat for this. You did not watch Holland? Mm -mm, not this, yet. I haven't done anything fun <laughs> except for dance. <laughs> I feel like you can still vote. Just on our... <laughs> On our um, discussion of it. You can just like sign sad the whole time. <laughs> All right, let's go. Chat it up. Chat it up. Where's my chat? I'm ready. Okay. I'm stuck in myself, I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. This week's Holland. 86. Why? It was good. <laughs> if there's no clear winner, it can't be like the best episode in the history of the world. Yeah. Zan's challenge was low budget. Trash. I gave it 90. I thought it was fun. I had a fun time Why? this episode. Um, because I Why? had a fun time this episode. <laughs> Truly, I had a fun time. I enjoyed it immensely. Emma, justify your idea. I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. <Fair>. What happened? <laughs> but I'm assuming, meh, fine. <laughs> Higher than medium. <laughs> if medium is 76, I'll give it an 80. Why is your shirt coming it's, off if I can see I'm it? in a fucking attic. <laughs> Why are you wearing a long sleeve button-down shirt? It's the same Stuff I wore to work seven days ago. <laughs> so for next week, we're committing to watching Holland and nothing else, right? I don't want to watch Emily in Paris unless you guys really do. No. I don't know that I... I honestly have no idea what it is. I haven't even watched the trailer. So she, like, works for a fashion something, and her boss is the redheaded lady from Private Practice and Grey's Anatomy, and she's going to go to France, but then she's pregnant, so she gets to send her instead. <laughs> And it's Phil Collins' daughter. Yeah, tone deaf makes sense just from that. <laughs> should we watch Ratchet? Should we watch Ratchet? Oh, I started. I've watched two and a half episodes. Is it good? It's a Ryan Murphy show. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Sarah Paulson can act your ass off. There's no question. I'm gonna watch. Uh, Are you gonna watch the haunting thing or whatever the thing that Trixie and Katya looked at? No, I will watch the West Wing, and I will watch. <gasps> well, I guess I'll watch the Haunting of Bly Manor. I can watch that. I just asked if you were going to watch that, and you're like, nah. And then I said, I guess I can. <laughs> I can grow. Um, you can't really watch all the West Wing. There's like nine seasons. <laughs> watch me. <laughs> Reading the recaps does not count. Oh, don't watch me. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.